0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Any Given Fun Day. My name is Joey Haas, and sitting across from me is the one and only. Stud himself, Roanoke, oh, they brought out the oldie but the goodie, Roanoke College, Raymond Osterhout, Raymond, what's going on? Dude, this sweatshirt, I've had it for probably five to six years, and it's,
1: as you can see, ripped to shreds, I mean, the coloring is coming off of this, but it just fits, you know how, like, Dude, getting- after a few years, like, you wearing a shoe, it just fits you so comfortably, you could have a tear in it, but it just feels like it has just melded to your foot, this is melded to my body. This is like you're just getting so
0: fucking jacked that that's why. But I don't know if we'll uh, go. Speaking of Jack, dudes, I'm I'm so (laughs) so happy to introduce a man, and I usually we usually don't say nice things about each other, but so happy to introduce a a great man here on the phone that gave me the opportunity to even you know start doing this stuff, Mister Jeffrey Levesque, right on the other side here on his Roadcaster Pro. So we're kind of Roadcaster Pro, a twins Levesque. What's going on?
2: We're roadcaster bros, is what we are, my friend. <laughs> Bro, You're right?
0: Broadcasters,
1: broadcasters,
2: right? I'm glad. I'm glad I found out the uh, the the dress uh, requirements. The dress code was homeless chic. So now I know, <laughs> and I'm ready to go. Good.
0: It's good. It's good to have you, Leveque. Um, let's. Good to be here, man. Thanks for asking me. Oh, of course, of course. Let's start, Leveque, with something that you know. Maybe nobody, not a lot of people know. I, I, at least, not, not a lot of people our age, my age, raise, raise age. Know about you, you went to County, right? You went to County, you're a yeah. County grad. Can you can you walk us through kind of the last 20 years of LeVac's life or whatever it's been since high school, 40 <laughs> years, 50 years?
2: I'm just saying, it started as like a really like nice way to say, hey, you're like super old and stuff. Um Ooh, tell yeah, us 20, about when 29. the wheel was invented. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm you know, double fours, buddy, 44 over here. I, I was a class of 94 and it, I'm I'm you so old. They still bored. called it South Colony when I went there. Oh, shut <laughs> up. I, you, I gotta go. uh, uh something ringing or burning or something. <laughs> no, yeah. So I, I went in uh, class in '94, and then somehow, some way, ended up in radio, and and through that lovely experience, I got to meet Joey Hot, which I regret every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. That's, that's just exactly what I wanted to hear. Levesque. Thank you so you much. If you hadn't called me a
2: hundred years old, I would have, I would have, I wouldn't have said it, but you, you know, you took the gloves off there, buddy.
0: <laughs> um, Right, uh, right. I'm just telling it. I'm telling you right now. He's going to roast me at some point in the next 25 minutes. It's going to happen.
1: I'm waiting for it because Jeff I don't know if you've listened to the show at all, but 90 percent of it is Joey just coming at my life. And yeah, so that's pretty much all. it so is. So this is this is
0: where this is going. Um, Leveque, let's hop right into it. I mean, y- you know a thing or two about sports being on 104.5. So we'll talk about the local sports. We won't go. Or we'll talk about local teams of interest rather than you know jump into <clears throat> the Raiders. Um, let's talk about. Let's talk about the Yankees offseason, LeVac, right? We, we've been we've talked about it on the team a little bit, we talked about it, you know, here and there. LeVac, what's going to happen with DJ LeMahieu? Come on, tell me something here.
2: I, I think it's just a matter of time. I mean, look, you you for us it sounds like there's a big difference between 4 years 84-85 dollars and 5 years 100-110. But in that world, I can't believe that's that much money, especially when you're considering the fact that look, his best part of his career has been the last 2 years in the Bronx. You know the Lindor trade happens, so now now Lindor's off the table. The Yankees can't go get him. He's a that. I think both parties are going to be highly motivated to get this thing done. I imagine it will be sooner than later.
0: Yeah, I would have to say, what do you think, Ray? I, I, is he going to sign back? I, I think he's going to sign back. My question to you
1: is, you saying him his last two years, being the best, obviously as a Yankee, you know, he, he played well, he was more a defensive kind of guy than, than a, you know, power hitter second baseman that we've come to know him as in the last couple of years. Um, do you think he can continue that? Or do you see this as more of like, be careful as a Yankees fan? Because, you know, we know what happened with a rod after he had a couple good seasons with you guys, you guys signed with that huge contract and they kind of let you down. I know it's not kind of the same, you know, you know, stature of player, but still a hundred million dollars, you know, for five years is, is still a big ask. <laughs>
2: I'm not, Yeah, I mean, that. that's, that's kind of the – it's weird to be a Yankee fan and a balk at, at money and years, but that's why I think it makes sense the Yankees are trying to cap this at four. You know, 480, 490, whatever it ends up being, I think the four years make sense. His style of play, as you mentioned, he's not this big bopping power hitter. He can hit for power. But his approach to the game is is that of uh, – I'm, I'm going to put the bat on the ball. I'm going to put the ball in play. His skill set fits Yankee Stadium. It, it seems to fit the American League East as a whole. I'm not worried about four years with him. I think, you know, obviously there'll be some aggression towards the, the, the latter part of that. But you can't let him end up, you know, in Toronto. Can you imagine, even if he's only great for two years, two years of great DJ LeMahieu playing you 19 times a season in Toronto, Yankee fans will revolt. So I think, and again, I think he's, he's got to be motivated to stay in New York because the lineup protects you. The stadium is perfect for you. The fans love you. He doesn't have this great personality, but somehow it comes off as if he does because the Yankee fan loves him so much. It just makes too much sense for them not to figure something out.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the thing with that too is, like you said, if he goes to the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays have had so many – players and they have such a young core as well that you add a guy with veteran leadership like that to that team you bring it and say they you know do end up go getting george springer or somebody along those lines that team is now a playoff contender and a threat to the al east now you have blake snell who just left you know the rays and, and they had lost charlie mon yes they have very good you know offense out of the ball but the question now is pitching and what can they do and now that you know <laughs> the AL East that we have known of, the Red Sox and the Yankees going back and forth—it's a four-team race. You know what I mean, and and that's a scary thing to think of as as the Yankees and me also being a Red Sox fan.
2: I'll just say, when does the Red Sox get back into this race?
1: I'm saying in the past, yeah. you know, how many? Wait, hold on. Let me ask something here. How many how many World Series rings do you guys have in the past decade? Shut that's up. all I want to know. Want to oh, here we go. Here we go. Listen. Here we go. Let's <laughs> let's
2: talk about history. Let's talk about history. But just a small window of history where we were actually kind of good. He no, 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 no. If you want to talk history, we go all the way back. Or if you want to talk history, we bring up the fact that you guys used Apple watches to get those
1: rings. Okay. Ooh,
0: ooh oh, so the I'm burn, the burn, right here. So it I'm doesn't improve. All right, here we go. <laughs> We're back, We're back. Big news today, right with the with the Mets. Um, how how fat is Steve Cohen's wallet? And what 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 other moves can we expect? From what do you expect at least from this Steve Cohen Mets team?
2: How fat is this wallet? Um, picture everybody back in stadiums. So picture City Field, every seat full of sumo wrestlers. That's how fat <laughs> Steve Cohen's wallet is. It is the fattest wallet that any of us will ever even even conceive of. This is, a, this is the way a New York sports team should be. This is, the, this is what Mets fans deserved. They've got an owner who, you know, didn't end up on the wrong side of the law as part of a Ponzi scheme who doesn't need to worry about paying people back. He's not going to be in tons of debt. I mean, he, you know, look, he's done some some creative accounting when it's come to his hedge fund, uh, you know, business. But at the same time, he's he's out, of, he's on the other side of that. He owns this team. He's got billions and billions of dollars. This Lindor trade is gigantic. He interacts with his fans on Twitter. I think it's crazy to think they won't land Springer. And then you have, I mean, look at look at that lineup if they land Springer. Like Springer lead off Lindor. You got McNeil in there. You got you got you know. Braden Nimmo's bat like eighth or ninth if there's a if it's a DH game. Yeah, the Dom Porto, Smith. the polar bear. Yeah, and Dom Smith and, and Dom Smith's a guy that I thought you had to trade not too long ago because he's a corners guy. Like he's a first or third baseman. He's mm-hmm. not really an outfielder. But with the way his bat just erupted towards the towards this in this weird year, you can't let this kid go now. So they've got they've got a lineup now. You put Springer in there as a leadoff hitter and as somebody who is going to go ahead and um you know, just kind of set the table and, and patrol the outfield. Scary good team, and, and oddly enough, somehow Robinson Cano, you know, tested dirty before this year. I'm not saying that Steve Cohen, you know, laced the kid up, but it's possible. And ooh, the
1: ooh, thing ooh. is, and the thing is too, imagine if they kept um, I, I would have Travis. Fine. Imagine if they kept Travis Darnot What also what their lineup oh. would have looked like. I mean, what they've done, and to even get Carrasco. I mean, yeah, they gave up. Um, they gave up Jimenez, who looked really promising last year and a down Mets year, obviously. But I thought he looked really good. He's a really good defender. Um, but to give it, you know, Rosario's not too much of an ask and two top 10 prospects in your, you know, non not great, you know, MILB system. I think it was a huge win for, for the uh, for the Mets. Oh, 100%. And
2: then, like, the part that, you know, Yankee fans, you'll, you'll remember stuff like this when, like, like Lytle or somebody comes over on part of a trade and you don't think they're the guy. Carrasco's a heck of a pitcher. I mean, this is a guy that is, is it feels like he was thrown into this trade. I would have thought you had to give up prospects just for him, but you're mm-hmm. getting him and Lindor. He's probably, look, if everybody's healthy, he's no. at worst, at worst your fourth starter at worst. <laughs> and he could be your second or third. Yeah, so on a lot of teams, he's I number think two or that three. That was a great trade.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I mean, like you got to believe if Thor's healthy, yeah, you right. gotta believe a synagogue. I know, I know, I know. Uh, he and Joey look very similar with their shirts off. <laughs> I, you gotta believe that uh, that he would be your two. But man, just to have—that's a good problem to have. If they're gonna want to put him in your rotation.
0: I'm I'm gonna take that as a compliment and not as an offense. Uh, move, moving on, the how, how could you
2: how could you take that as an offense, Captain CrossFit? What, what are you talking about?
0: There it is. There it here it comes. Ten minutes into the show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, Jeff LeBac. Here we go. Levesque, let's talk. You're
1: in good shape. What do you want? Thank you. Nice. That was nice of me.
0: That was nice you. See, see, see how
1: he is? Yeah, he's he's just very gotta sensitive. Sw- he's got to switch over into it. A- yeah, no, I, I'm, I've never seen this side of Joe. Right. It's almost like he's in his crate <laughs> over there.
0: All right, Levesque, uh, let's. What, what are you going to say? We're Go only ahead. getting
1: started right. I'll get him.
0: <laughs> What's that? All right, sorry. Yep, yep. Thank you. All right, Levac, I mean, let's talk even more local. Let's break it down even closer here. Valley Cats today um, joined yeah. the Frontier League, and I believe it's now 92 games this season as opposed to the 82 that they played before. Um, what's your thoughts on that? I know that you were a big wanting to keep baseball here in the capital region, um, and I know you've preached that. And how happy are you on a scale of one to ten? First of all, and second of all, you know what do you expect? I guess from from this team now in the Frontier League as opposed to you know the New York State Penn League.
2: I, I think this is a, a big move, a big win for the for the Valley Cats organization for the Cap region. And if I'm not mistaken, regular season goes from seventy six to ninety six. I think with the playoffs you're 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 in there. I just yeah, I think enough. it's one of those things. You go from a fourteen you <laughs> know, math was never your thing. Um you you go from a fourteen team league to a sixteen team league. You know, obviously you would love to be affiliated with Major Baseball. I that's, that's obvious. That was
0: amazing. But, was it? <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I guess just somebody wanted. Something. It was one of the buttons. That was a good song. Keep that shit rolling. Continue. Sorry, <laughs> I
2: didn't. I, I didn't even hear it. All I heard was all I heard was Joey having a stroke. I didn't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it, like it's it's perfect. And, and let's be let's be real. Like you know, tell me the last you know player for the Valley Cats that you went. and You went. I gotta see so and so play. I mean, you gotta go back to a beer or Clemens kid or one of those guys. Sure, great players have come through the show, but you didn't go to see them knowing they'd be great. The right. Frontier League does send players to Major League Baseball. It's still going to be a party, and it sounds like we're going to have about ten more of those parties with fireworks and park at the park. The All-Cats know how to throw throw a party together.
0: Yeah, I can't. I, I when I was listening to Big Board Sports this morning, LeVac, and, and hearing that, I just it it automatically made me think of you because I know how much <laughs> you pride the, the the small wins that we have here in the Cap Region. Uh, whether that be the Empire or, or, you know, the Valley Cats or, you know, any of those smaller teams. So, you know, it was, it, it, it made me think of you and, and hell man, we, we can, we can all go have a nice, nice beer or something, chill, have fun. It's not, it's not over, right? It's, it's, we're, it's here to stay. I don't have to be worried anymore or well, what?
2: No, a hundred percent. I mean, all right. So Frontier League has been around since 93. um I, I think it was, I don't remember how many years ago, it was only a couple years back. They, they, Took over this Can-Am League. It's a growing league. Um, I've got a I got a post over at, at the the team website where it's going to link to all the guys who went from the Frontier League to Major League Baseball. It, it's a pretty happy list. This is a, this is a league that's going to be fun and it's weird too. I was looking through some of the rules and you know it's a lower salary cap league for the for the players, which you would think oh no that's gonna be less talent. No that's gonna be lower priced tickets. They're like if they went into a league where you had to drop a million two million in, in salary cap. Well, that price is gonna to go to us, the fans. Mm-hmm. We're still in a position where we like four of us could go to a game, tickets, beers, dogs, the whole nine, live the good life at a hundred bucks or less. That's what you need. That's the kind of fun you want to have. And look, we're not we're not New York City, we're we're the Cap region. We don't get the Yankees or the Mets, but we get the Valley Cats. They've been a good team for a long time and I don't see that going anywhere.
1: And it's been something that you know i feel like people in general right like you can just go to that game and just be like it's a family event you can you can go with your family you can go with your friends like i've gone there for my birthday for the past couple of years just because you know i love watching baseball in general and just being able to sit down and watch a baseball game that doesn't cost me half of my bank account just feels so good. You know what I mean? Ray Ray likes having his birthday parties there. He really does. I've been I've had probably (laughs) four of them since I was like nine. So I'm not going to lie. And another thing too (laughs) is- It's a good party. They got bounty. What are you going to do? No, I I still go test how hard I can throw, even though every single time I'm like tearing a rotator, my rotator cuff every single time. (laughs) But, you know, I just get out there and see what I can throw. Um, But more or less, I was just kind of saying- you know, I haven't really had that feeling. Obviously, with COVID, I, I don't really remember what it feels like to go to a game. But in general, for the capital region, yep. um, like I miss the Devils so much, man. I miss going to see. I love watching hockey, and I don't know what it was, but seeing. I miss going to see the Devils and the River Rats, and I wish something like that would come back as well. That would be like, yeah, yeah. the
0: complete package. If that, if the Valley Cats say they come back today, and then that happens. So we speak about packages. We're well. This isn't really a I package. Would... I don't really know where
2: I was <laughs> going with this. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the room with them while they look at their packages. I just want to be clear
0: on that. You don't want to be in this room right now. But um Leveque, let's there. Oh, no, here he goes. Um Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's let's talk about two things, Leveque. One, what do you can you give anybody here information about the Albany Empire? Is that a thing? Is it still a thing this year? Is it gonna do we know anything or do we know just as much as you do?
2: Um, I I know i probably know a little bit more, but it's it's still the, the, here's the thing, it, just so, I mean, I've, tried, I've told the story a little bit on the air, so I'll tell you guys, too. One of my best friends growing up is, is my quarter. My quarter is the owner of Techies Fire Firewater Restoration. My quarter is a part owner of the new All of the Empire. So, you know, he'll let me know stuff here and there. And mm-hmm. it, the, the bottom line is this. The goal is to play football this year at the TU Center. We're talking, you're hoping like april and who knows. A lot of that's gonna come down to what the rules are gonna be in New York and the and the vaccines. Anybody who tells you they know a hundred percent that's gonna happen or isn't gonna happen, is is a liar. They've been picking up talent. They've been signing guys, you know, like Clancy, the offensive lineman from New Albany. They're 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 putting a team together and if they can play this year, they will. They have a long lease with the T U Center, they're not going anywhere. This is a labor of love for Quarta. He's a like he's a South County kid too. He's another class of ninety four guy. He's he loves football. He loves sports. When he got into a position where he could be a part of this, he jumped on it. If these guys, and I, they're not going to, but let's say for just for, you know, the an argument, they wanted to pull out, he'd find somebody else. He would, because it's going to happen. He's, he's one of those guys. He wants football here in the cap region. You know, you bring up hockey. If this works and, and somebody in the hockey league came to him and, and, and made it work, he'd probably try to make that work too. He's a local sports guy. So it's in good hands. The stewardship is going to be there for the Albany Empire.
0: Love it. And we're talking about football, so we'll stay right on it, LeVac. The Buffalo Bills, the number two seed in the AFC here. LeVac, what do you expect not only from the Buffalo Bills, we'll touch on them first. But let's get into a whole playoff talk here. Let's uh, let's uh, you know what? Screw it, right? Let's start with the Bills and then we'll just we'll branch off a little bit. I know we can't talk about the Raiders yeah, I or the Broncos. Questions. I got a few
1: questions for him. Or them as well. the Panthers. All right, well, you know, I mean we, we, we can talk them. about all of them, but it's no, draft know, talk at no, that no, point we, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, we don't have
0: to talk about that. And the
1: only thing I want to talk about
0: is Justin Fields somehow dropping to number ten. That's right, all I want to right, talk about. Right. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um Levesque, what's your expectations for the Bills this weekend? Uh, playing a home game, 60, 6800 sixty sixty eight hundred, sixty seven hundred, sixty nine hundred, something something around there people what, are we are we
2: hyped or what 100% how can you not be this is this is a team that they over the last three four years you've seen the growth and maturity not only in Josh Allen but the whole team you got you got a couple guys at the head of this thing in, in Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott who are on the same page they both come from the Panthers organization they're getting their players in place if not for losing three of five offensive linemen like weeks before McDermott's second season it's a four year playoff team. Every year that he was the coach, it would, have been, it would have been a playoff team. So I love what they can do. I think they're the biggest threat for the Chiefs in the AFC. I think the Colts are, are going to go out there. They're going to try and, and run the ball, shrink the game, keep the Bills' offense off the field. But I don't think they can. I think this is a situation where, you know, I, I love what you guys have done with your running game and everything, Colts, and your defense is nice. Rivers is going to turn the ball over or something, and the Bills are just going to score whenever they want to.
0: That's exact Mundo. And there is some stuff coming out today about uh, Stefan Diggs possibly not playing and Cole Beasley possibly not playing. Does that have an effect, you think, on this team if one of them or both of them were not to play?
2: Oh, I mean, <laughs> you can't lose the best wide receiver in football in Diggs and the security blanket that is Cole Beasley to to Allen and not say it makes a difference, but you got John Brown back and John Brown's a big difference in that offense. He stretches the field. He's a guy that, that Allen is very comfortable with. Uh, you got, uh, with, uh Davis, he's looking good. They've got, they've got players. They've got a lot of weapons. I would, I would really, really strongly doubt though. They won't find a way to get one of those guys out there if they can, but in the COVID universe, who knows? So I I think, I think they can still win. I think they can still score. But don't forget, too, as long as you got to cover people, you still got to figure out where Allen's going because he can, he can score with his feet whenever he wants to to. Yeah,
1: and the thing is, too, is, I mean, even their second string was putting up numbers against that Miami Dolphins team who we were talking about as the best defense in the league at one point this year. Um, and branching off of you talking about the Colts run game, uh, or the Colts in general. Who do you think has the biggest chance to kind of make an upset type run? Uh, you know, we have a lot more teams in the field this year. Who do you think gives that best opportunity? Who do you think is going to be uh, like in the Super Bowl in general, and who do you have as your winner?
2: So before the season started, I had Chiefs over Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Um, my championship games, it was Chiefs over Steelers and it was um, Seahawks over Saints. So I, I since my plays are alive, I can't really. I don't want to go too far <laughs> you against go, away, yeah, so. let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> go with it. <laughs> right, and then
1: I'll
2: right. Right, right. So, but again, I, I think the Chiefs and, and Seahawks matchup is one that'll be fun to watch. But I want uh, AFC now. I would love it if the Bills were in that game. Uh, dark horse who could sneak in and, and do something. And there's, there's there's Buccaneers. I mean, it's weird to call them a dark horse when they're going up against you know, the, the football team in the first round, and they're going to be probably an eight, nine, 10 point favorite by the time the game kicks off. But you've never seen a team play in the Super Bowl They hosted before. You've never seen a 43 year old quarterback in those games either. If they get through this first game, cause I think it'll be a little ugly. I, I, I like to bust on guys. These guys are diehard. You like Bucks to bust fans.
0: on guys. Wow.
2: I know. It's crazy. I know it's a shock to you. You know, you never heard it um, <laughs> in the studio, but, uh, Brady has not. He's only won one game in primetime this year, and that was against the Giants. He should have lost it. He has not covered a primetime game in the last seven games. You got to go all the way back to last year before he finally did. Old man Brady. He may not be able to, you know, do a primetime game and really get things done. But I don't think the football team can really do enough to stop the Bucks. I think the Bucs get through this round, a couple 1 p.m. games before they get to the to the Super Bowl, and they could be hosting that thing.
1: Wow. Yeah, and the thing, I would feel a little bit more comfortable in, in, in the Washington football team if their offense had performed a little bit better against that Eagles team because their defense played really, really good, but then they would just, like, throw the ball away and give Giants fans hope, and I'd be like, what are they doing? They're literally giving them the yeah. game, and they're still keeping it close somehow. Yeah, so.
0: botched. Um, LeVac, question yeah. for you here. Let's let's We'll make this quick because we'll make it quick, not painful, right? Um, New York Jets, who do you want to see? Uh, New York Jets pick at the number two spot, and as far as the Giants go, what do they go receiver? Do they go receiver in 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 the in the draft?
2: Uh, two with the Jets. I mean, in a perfect world, I want to trade back. I want to trade back because there's just too many things I need. But if I'm sitting there, uh, Sewell, the big offensive lineman from Oregon, I'd love to see him. Why not the Heisman? Why not go get Devontae Smith? Give Give Sam Darnold a real weapon on the outside to throw to. And then as far as the Giants go, if imagine if Waddle's sitting there, you know, he could somehow slip past the goalie and get all the way down to them. I'd love that. You know, Dave Gettleman said we gotta we gotta get some playmakers, we're gonna get some some guys out there for Danny Dimes. I, I, I would love to see both of them go offensive weapon if you could. But I've also seen what McShea thinks uh Rousseau, the the outside linebacker, defensive end who sat out this year for Miami could go to one of these guys, could go to the Giants maybe. You re-sign Leonard Williams, you put a guy who can really create some pressure off the edge, that defense goes from, wow, well, it's a really good overachieving defense to, you know, I, I don't really want to play this Sunday as a quarterback against them. So, wide receiver for either, offensive lineman for the Jets if they stay put, and if I can get a wide receiver or a defensive end on that Giants uh, team, I'm all about it.
1: So uh, me and Joey actually had this conversation. I want to say it was probably a couple episodes, and I want to get your opinion quick as well. So with what you're saying, do you think that the Jets and the Giants are both buying in to you know their starting quarterbacks, to Sam Darnold and to Daniel Jones?
2: I think Daniel Jones is no question. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Gettleman, uh, a vote of confidence for Dave Gettleman where he's staying. Um, the fact that most of the coaching staff is staying in place, there are people asking to, to interview Garrett. Uh, Jason Garrett, which does make it concerns me a little bit for Daniel Jones. I think you saw him come alive as the year went on because of the way Garrett was teaching him.
1: Yeah, the last few games. So I think, especially. Like, I think, Gale,
2: yeah. And, well, and then you know when he was healthy, there was that mm-hmm. window where they were winning games and he wasn't turning the ball over. Right. Because that's his, that's his. I mean, obviously that's his Achilles heel as he turns the ball over way too much. But no, yeah, I think he's he's absolutely saying, The Sam Donald one is it's too early to tell, especially when you got a guy like Deshaun Watson allegedly asking to be traded. I. If I'm the Jets, I load up and I make that deal. I get them into New York as, as fast as I can. But while you're interviewing these head coaches, if I'm if I'm Joe Douglas so I'm Christopher Johnson, if, you know, if it's a Zoom call from the UK, from Woody Johnson, whatever it is, the first head coach, whether it be Eric the Enemy or, or whoever else, who sits down across from me and goes, this is why we need to keep Sam Darnold and we can do other things, blah, blah, We'll use that too as, as equity either to beef up that offensive line or we'll we'll trade back and we'll get more pieces. I want that guy because if I can keep Donald and I got a guy like, like Brian Dable, if I can get the offensive coordinator from the bills, who's taking Josh Allen from a erratic and, and not a great playmaker to probably should be the MVP this year. I keep my QB. He's young. I get two more years of cheap and some and I can franchise tag him. And I don't have to commit to him. I'm going to go for that. I'm going to build up the rest of the pieces if I can.
0: Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll keep right on the, uh, I heard you mention the word erratic, which kind of sounds like erection. And I know, I know for, a, I know for a fact. <laughs> what's going on with you? I know for a fact you this okay? dude, No, I know for a fact this Ray, Is, is he
1: popping little blue pills in there? I don't know what's going on. Blue he was, shoe, he blue was me, he was you know me blue high shoe. before the show. I don't. I don't Let, know. You know.
0: First of all, we know we know about the Blue true back, but second of all, I know we're blue talking tree. we're talking about you know hard things, and I know you're definitely <laughs> hard when it comes to the next man, right? The next. You're 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 over there. You you got a bump in the table. Come on, oh, come on, and talk about God. it. Bro. This is your this is your one is chance the in the of is that the kind of
2: transition you Our learned. Is that The kind of transition you learned is turning
1: with me and producing my show. Our mothers are watching the show or listening to the show, can, Joe. Hey man, I,
0: I'm official. I'm official when I have to be, and I have fun when I, have, when, I when I'm allowed to be. Look
2: back. Must. So you want you want me you want me to give you like a like a like an erection scale of how excited <laughs> I am about the Knicks? Uh,
1: yeah, from I think I'm like I'm a, I'm, I'm a, on the pill. yeah. I
2: don't know. I'm probably about a three quarter chub at the moment. I don't know. They're <laughs> they're fun to watch, but we I've fallen for them before. Like if we're gonna keep going with like like that kind of metaphor, like the Knicks are that that you know that girl you date for a little while, everything's great, and then like out of nowhere she just vanishes or hooks up with your best friend
0: Returns and psycho, and you know yeah. years later
2: you. Yeah you, yeah, you forgive her, she comes back, you give her whatever. They, every time they start off good, it, since what the Mellow days, where Mellow was still kind of healthy, they do this, they fall back off. So I'm I'm not ready to get completely excited. But that Bucks win, that Jazz win, oh my God, that Jazz win should not have happened. The Jazz have superstars, they're a better team, they just got rolled by the Nets, they shouldn't have been able to beat them. Now that Pacers win, that, that made sense, because the Pacers are terrible.
0: <laughs> yep, moving on now, huh? Levesque <laughs> Joey, what's your favorite team again? Pacers Basically what I was going to say, Levesque Yeah, I listen oh. Ray Ray, do you see what I deal with? Do you see this? That's a lot of fun Yeah, it's a lot of fun, alright <laughs> I'm not hating it Neither am I, like I said I, Look,
1: I've been dealing with this for how many episodes have we had? 60. a uh, hundred.
0: <laughs> yeah, LeVac, have you bought into to the Tom Thibodeau system yet, or is it is it kind of still that that crush phase, or are you are you completely, or have you fallen for him? Have you fallen for Tom Thibodeau? Maybe not the team, but have you fallen for the system that he's brought into New York?
2: I, I you know, you know me, man. I, I like I like old school hoops because you, you pointed out in the beginning of the thing. I'm I'm five thousand years old. So guy who plays defense and gets the whole team to, to work and buy in, I'm a fan. More importantly, I think the team has bought it. I mean, you look at these young guys out there, the way they're playing manual quickly. If I'm quickly, the only thing I'm complaining about ever is, can you please stop calling me a shooting guard? Just make me the point guard. Let me run the team because we have some fun out there. It's fun to watch this young group buy in and play well. I mean, who knew they were going to get off this kind of Austin Rivers effort like i i know Austin Rivers has talent but i've never seen him look so confident and good on the court the way he does with Tibbs as his coach and, and i think i think it could it could keep going you know Todd Gibson's getting added you know Gibson loves the the you know the fibs way of playing i have bought it i am i they're going to they're going to break my heart i know it i know it but even if they just if if they were like a 7 seed and even if they got run in the playoffs I would, uh, I would definitely go to full Chubb.
0: Then we're talking, yeah. Then we're talking four-fifth Chubb. <laughs> well, the right, thing well, is- I
2: mean, no, just full, full blown, Nick full blown I'm all in at that point. It's been a long, long time. Jump, I can't, yeah, Nick Bradley chub,
1: yeah. yeah. I, I can't. It's been, it's been, it's been a long time. I'll take what I can get. So I'll go full blown on that one. Well, yeah. And the thing is, too, is at least it's progression, right? Like when we had Luca, when we drafted Luca. I'll, by the way, I'm a Mavs fan. Um, when we drafted, him. I, I figured that out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> when, when we drafted Luca, yeah, Just wanted, to, just wanted to clear the air. But when, when that happened,
1: I was, you know, I was taken back. I was like, you know, is this going to be another Porzingis? Is this going to be, you know, obviously Porzingis turned out well, but um, is this going to be another one yeah. of those where we, not good, but he hasn't been healthy, so I get that. But he's on our team now, and I think he can be a good role player. Um, we, I just we think, appreciate the drafting. Yeah. <laughs> I just think the team going up in a, in a general direction. You know, us competing with the Clippers last year, and me being able yeah. to, you know, actually watch the playoffs and, and be, you know, you know, feel like we have a chance, right? I think going in that direction that in look. general is is just a big win as a fan as well. Oh, Levesque, my, Levesque. my rule is if you can't give me wins, give me hope, and they have given exactly. me hope now, so they're actually giving me five wins, so I'm really excited. Yeah, I don't know what the Red Sox are doing to me, but we're hoping. I'm hoping that changes soon.
0: LeVac, is there anything they're giving me hope? <laughs> Yeah, a lot of Yankees fans. back <laughs> is there anything that you want to plug in here as far as articles you got going on at the team? Anything coming up at the team? Anything that you want you want people our listeners that may not listen to 1045 the team, which is probably nobody, but if you if you are interested, is there anything that you want to plug in here? You know, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want.
2: Well, at the Jeff LeVac on uh, on Twitter, of course, one oh four five the team dot com. You know, I I do my best to write. If you want to, if you want to see how terrible a uh, South County education can have, you write a post on a website. That's where you go because I'm terrible at it, but I do my best. And uh, and you know, just other fun stuff. And don't forget hide away every Sunday. And uh, usually the show sounds terrible because my producer is Joey back in the studio.
0: <laughs> yep. Thank you for that. And I will be producing you on Sunday you know. as well, Leveque. So I hope. My... Oh, okay. Make sure you listen to the Saturday show then. Yeah, that's right. Yep, I won't be there for that one. LeVac, anything else you want to roast me on before we get out of here? Anything, anything at all, please.
2: Um, do you have like Ray? You can you can tell me the truth on this one way or the other. we, when Joey is with us all the time, and Joey does do a great job. It's good. I like Joey a lot, but I'm convinced Joey has no game with the ladies. I'm convinced that Joey
1: has zero game.
0: Ray, can you please turn the tables on this right now? Yeah, I mean, you have you have without okay. with, with keeping it PG.
1: No, know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Where everyone else knows about you, or who listens to the show. So I'm just gonna try and like vaguely say this. Yeah, no, you, you are, you're wrong, Jeff. Is my point. He, he does get he does get women. I mean, come on, he's got a I can't believe that he's got a beach bod. He's got like a four face, so they just look down below him. <laughs> <laughs> The
2: mask has been a big thing for Joey. The mask yeah, the has worked mask, well for hat, Joey. Maybe that's when well. it started. Maybe that's when he became a ladies' man. He dresses well, <laughs> you know. He's got a good personality.
0: Anything oh else God, Are that? you dating him? Yes, he is. No, I'm you you were supposed you used to, to say
1: that on the show. We're in a bromance. Jesus. Used to, he used to come
2: <laughs> in and be like, Hey, the, the girl at the at, you know the coffee place, uh, she said hi. So I think she's into <laughs> me. did you ask her? a number or anything? No, no, no!
0: I did not know. I will no, have man. you know. Oh, I will have you know that girl man. at the coffee place is my girlfriend now.
2: <laughs> oh, the slow game! All right, I like it. I like the it. Good game. job, buddy. Yeah,
0: thanks, Lou. <laughs> That's why I was You're like, What's his name? You oh, man, you you see all the
2: time he come in and tell us about. He tells about pretty women, and I was like, oh, yo, would you talk to her? No. Oh, okay. No, okay. no, I just right, stare. That's, for you, buddy.
1: that's,
0: that's it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, if, any,
1: if anything, it's me that that you're looking for. for yeah, the, for you want no game. game? Go look across. It the was table. like go like look the yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> Come on. like sixteen to like twenty-two is my prime. I tore my ACL and my it just went downhill from there. <laughs>
2: I can't believe a guy wearing a hoodie that looks like it was attacked by a gang of moths is not born women. That's weird
1: to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's weird. It hasn't thing. had a haircut
0: in about seven or eight thing. months. But hey, do <laughs> you know, coronal duty, right? LeVac, thank you so much for coming on here, having some fun with us. Yeah, thank you, man. I you. Really, showing, really appreciate showing, it. Showing, having a little fun. I know we're both on our broadcasters here, so it was uh, pretty easy. But we will uh, we'll make you a reoccurring guest. I want I want you on at least. You know, once every month or two, just to give us a nice, a nice giggle. You know, that's change a change of pace. A change of pace, something fun. <laughs> Get you and guys on here in, in the next couple weeks, and, and maybe do something where you guys are on together. But uh, thank you. I talked
2: to, I talk to you guys enough. I, if you, I'm not coming out with <laughs> oh, you. Monday through Friday, three to seven. You, way too much. Of you heard
0: it here first. Levac and guys will be on the show <laughs> together in the next couple weeks. Levac, yeah. thank you for yeah. everything. I will see you on Sunday. Thanks, buddy. See you on Sunday, bro.